This episode of Leverage Radio is sponsored by Mike Morell's instructional series called Triangle Territory. It's available only on the tiger.io. Use promo code leverage for 45% off on this product. Get it now while the offer lasts. Welcome everybody to Leverage Radio. Today my guest is Chaitanya Gavali. He's the head coach of Ultimate Fitness MMA. Um, he's a champion in multiple weight classes in mixed martial arts. He's a three-time BJJ national gold medalist. He is a competitor at this year's Leverage Tournament. Chaitanya, how are you doing, brother? I'm good. Thank you so much for inviting me on this podcast. I'm really happy to be here. You know. I am very glad to have you on. We sent you an invite for the tournament and you are a game, game guy and you instantly replied to us saying, I am in. So <laughs> thank you so much for doing that because a lot of the efforts we are doing is meaningless if the competitors and guys like yourself uh, are not willing to step up to, you know, take that risk. Um, so that's, that's amazing. How's it? Martial art is all about competitions, you know, you, you got to... You got to keep growing, you know, personal growth is something I like and I want to just keep challenging myself. So it's, it's good. It's good that we have a tournament like leverage happening. This is the first time you know, I want to be part of this tournament. And it's you know, all four, four corners of the country, man. Like we, um, I was so initially when we started this, we were thinking we'll do an eight man tournament and, um, it was select cities. Like we knew somebody from Bangalore. We knew somebody from Kolkata. But um, after this pandemic, we're like, man, forget doing anything small now. Maybe 10-20% more because all of the work has to go in anyway. The training, the setup, the facility, the mats, the branding, the social, the you know, so we're like, fuck it, let's just double down and get some like actual high-level talent from the rest of the country and um, you know, put on a effing show. Also, con- congratulations for opening up again. I believe uh, you guys are allowed to train again and have members back, right? Yeah, we opened today after this lockdown. Awesome, awesome. So, have you had a session of morning class students come in? Yeah, a few few guys came in. Evening batches are uh, running nicely because uh, we had a session going on in the evening uh, in the lockdown too for fighters only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Closed sessions, not for public. Uh, everyone is aware of the risks. Um, yeah, yeah. That's how we also got it going. So, uh, how's it going with regard to like members and reaching out to them or them reaching out to you? Um, no, the response is good. You know, I was surprised that uh, in lockdown also people came and they inquired about BJJ and not just uh, fitness classes or kickboxing classes. And hmm. I was surprised. That they are so into. Uh, joining martial arts, they, they don't know what it is exactly, but they're just they're just curious. You know, yeah. it's our job as a coaches to you know guide them and tell them right. what are the benefits and right. things. Um, I'm also I also think like there's been so much mixed martial arts on TV re- recently. Like in the last four months, I'm pretty sure every weekend there's been a card, right? 
गाइज आर वेकिंग अप एट इन द मॉर्निंग संडे मॉर्निंग कुछ करने को नहीं होता एंड ऑल देट सीज फॉर थ्री आवर्स यू नो सम excellent excellent mixed martial arts so i think that's been a real blessing for us all of us in uh, the sport uh, speaking of did you watch the khabib gechi fight yeah absolutely i loved it yeah shit and khabib for Holy sure shit. i knew yeah 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 i knew everybody you know was underestimating khabib's uh, uh, striking iq Hmm. Uh, when I was telling my brother, we were watching together, and I told that everybody is, you know, uh, not considering why Khabib has wasn't getting hit in any of his fights. His yeah. nose hasn't broken yet, or no cut in all those twenty-nine fights. So he's doing something right in striking. Hardly even eaten a jab, to be very honest. Like, um, hardly lost a round. It's crazy. They just think that he's just going for the double, but it's also like if you watch the fight, Gaethje was keeping a lot of distance initially, like. more than enough distance to negate any shot but slowly and slowly that distance just kept getting closer and closer and you knew like oh shit this boy is in trouble and once he started running around the octagon like i was like oh shit he's literally running for his life now um, <laughs> because he just you know changed the gear and he just pressured him so much unbelievable and that's a problem with fight that's a problem fighting with wrestler because the pressure and you don't know strike with them or just not try and defend the takedown they can just change level any time you know that's what khabib does yeah 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 absolutely and it's also obviously like changed so well that i there's this image of him shooting a double on gechi he's literally on his knees and gechi's on top of his shoulders and he's fully sprawling out but that sprawl is like useless like some child is sprawling like, <laughs> god fucking damn um But that's good, man. Like that's the aspiration. Once in a lifetime athlete, you know. Yeah. No, no one yeah. retires uh, with a perfect record. GSP will do it. Boxing, let me wear that too. That's all. A lot of that will, you know, guys will tell you it's padded. But uh, <laughs> there's only one guy who's done it. He, he, probably in boxing too is Mayweather, and maybe one yeah. more. Yeah. Um, two of his fights were controversial too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Khabib has a perfect record. He's never been. He's finishing fights. There's no question of like. oh maybe some guy gave it to him some guy was paid off no there's it's irrefutable um i guess that's what you want as any competitor right like leave it out of anybody else's hands um not not everyone can uh, achieve that uh, uh, perfect record or maybe perfect career you got to go through ups and downs in career obviously maybe the next generation of indian fighters man like you know that's that's what the hope is that's what happens to every area like before uh abubakar nurmagomedov there was no none of that happening in dagestan either so he is a product of the pre khabib is a product of the previous generations knowledge hard work you know all that nichod ke just dropped into what that eagles mma camp is now um i think that's what the doors you know for uh, his people his fighters absolutely absolutely you also need one one person or one fighter who goes there in the ufc or maybe a big promotion any he kicks the door and open the way for us the new athletes upcoming generation you know yeah, that's what we yeah. need and as coaches like that is got to be part of the goal like one of my questions i wanted to ask you what are some of your personal goals so as an mma fighter as a coach as a competitor um tell me about that so uh i i do this because 
I I love I love this. You know, once uh, one guy asked me that, why do you fight? You know, why do you do martial arts? So I said, I don't know because I don't I I can't think any other thing because I think I'm good at this only. So right. I do this and I I fight just to get the satisfaction that I am still competing and it it develops a character in you. You know, you go into the hard situation, you rise. You know, you win, you lose. That that those are the experience I want to. keep getting and I, and i love coaching obviously i i i love teaching striking classes and grappling classes too even mm. when you know as a competitor and a martial artist i feel it's my it's my job to you keep testing yourself people that try a bjj class once you know you're right 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 you're missing out something it's crazy right like this information <laughs> that you know that dude this is a fucking life game changer but most people like out of the 7 billion people will never experience it exactly and so sad what happiness we get from this they they won't realize in this lifetime till they jump on the mat you know i'm sure you have very close friends of yours friends from back in the day friends from school college whatever yes. who've not done it and they just don't get it now like hey, why are you doing this now you know it's one thing that you're a 22 year old <laughs> and you're going to academy ah कुश्ती करनी है रेसलिंग करनी है जूडो करना है फाइटिंग करनी है बट लाइक नाउ यू आर थर्टी इयर ओल्ड आई वाज यूमिंग यू आर थर्टी प्लस बिकॉज़ आई एम थर्टी प्लस एम आई राइट या एब्सोल्युटली नो आई हैव यंग गाइस कमिंग अप एंड दे 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 डाउट देमसेल्फ कि सर मैं तो 18 साल का हूं मैं 20 साल का ऑलरेडी इट्स टू लेट यू नो एंड आई टेल देम दैट आई जॉइन व्हेन आई वाज 23 ओए गुड गुड आई गॉट आई गॉट इनटू इट व्हेन आई वाज 22 सो आई आई फील द सेंटिमेंट मैन ट्रू ट्रू एंड What's a normal day like for you? So, like, let's say COVID and all is gone, you've got a fight coming up, or you've got a competition coming up, which I'm assuming you always have. Like, once in every three to six months, you've got something or the other um, as a pro athlete, right? So I I have a morning classes. I have my personal clients too. So I try and come right. at seven uh, a.m. in the gym. I finish my train uh, my clients training, and then sometime I go for a jog or I I finish my strength and conditioning or maybe some. Uh, core work or whatever right. because when i'm alone then we we used to have a fighters batch hmm. like amateur and pros not for the members uh, right but right now we we are not having that and then straight in the evening we have 3 uh, days bjj and 3 days mma mm-hmm. so i train i go home i eat i sleep and i come back so how far so is your transit put in to the training i try and cover it with the sleep because that is also important part of training recovery huge part huge part yeah so something that i would imagine we all neglected in uh, no, early part of training neglected of training so if i train 3 4 hours in the morning then i'll get 3 4 hours of sleep at least in the afternoon so oh, damn That's... i don't work then i okay. <laughs> i ignore everything i wish i could do the same right now we are jam packed with classes 6:30 in the morning till now i'm going to be here till 6 in the evening running around obviously i think it's because the tournament work and all but uh, i really like that i'm going to start employing that 2 3 hours of training in the morning and then 3 hours napping uh, 11 you know, uh, in in 2010 uh, 2009 2010 i started uh, mma uh, when I, uh, so that time christian grogard you must have heard about mm. it uh, uh globe trotters bjj right. globe trotters that guy came and uh, we had a session at uh, 11 am and that guy uh, didn't wake up he woke up at 
टू ओ क्लॉक इन द आफ्टरनून एंड देन ही केम एन ही सेज की आई डोंट यूज अलार्म माई बॉडी इज माई अलार्म बाई ट्रेन हार्ड देन आई वेक अप वेन आई वॉन्ट टू वेकअप टू वेकअप फ्रेश I mean, you can probably do that when you have achieved what Christian would have, um, exactly. but not when you are starting or be like, "Yo, I'm going to do one jujitsu class. I'm going to go take a long nap, show up 24 hours later, maybe." He uh, has a limbo too, you know. He's a globe trotter, you know. What, yeah. What, what do you expect? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he just travels uh, around the world and train with new people, and so. That's the dream, man. Eventually, yeah, get exactly. get older, get good, and then just roam around. <laughs> uh <laughs> traveling fucking people up enjoying yourself good. another struggle you know <laughs> you think so would you rather I, you know i think about this also quite a bit ke yeah, if you I had I the see, option I, yeah like you have the option like you you are living one of the dreams of somebody in this sport right you have your own facility you work hard you get to fight uh, represent that's one like ideal path of this whole career and the other is get so good that you're just traveling around people and you know you're just living life in different cities like one month in bali one month in thailand one month you go to los angeles one month you're in europe um what would you like would you trade one for the other wow that's a tough question man <laughs> tough, tough question because i love teaching i uh, because when when i started this gym you know uh i wanted to just share knowledge and when i see people doing the stuff what i taught them and i know that okay because i taught them and they are doing it so i feel so proud it's like i am doing like, yeah yeah i know that's I the like best feeling as a coach necktie. yeah I, i like to do parave necktie in the training and one guy just hit it in the competition and i, I felt so proud right and i cannot you know exchange that feeling with anything else for obviously what you said just traveling the world you know training with new guys and that is a dream obviously i would right. uh, Like to do the once once I retire from MMA, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> and I have the time. And no Spread. pressure of me. Yeah, that's the other thing, man. Like you got to make money with this also. There's uh, one thing is great. Like you are training boys, homies, maze, yeah. uh, striking class and all. But uh, the second half of that coin is also fucking got to make True. money, man. These gyms <laughs> don't stay open if uh, guys like you uh, are not grinding out to make sure that they stay open. I think a lot of guys take that for granted. Also, like you, they always get these guys who are, um, you know, come into gyms, just want to fight, smash, spar, and they don't give a fuck about the etiquette of the gym, the training partners, the values, all that stuff. So, how do you deal with guys like that? No, so uh, luckily I didn't ha- had uh, like not many people coming in and just saying that I want to fight because I had experienced this. So my gym, uh, I opened this in last Feb. So it's been like okay. one and a half years now. So I had only nice. one, one or two guys hmm. coming in that I'm ready to fight, and I said, okay, you do the session, and we'll see. Hmm. They just get smashed, you know, because there's all sense of uh, satisfaction on this. And somebody told them that you are a good fighter, or hey, you will marry the guy, or not. Hmm. But you know, when I joined uh, MMA back in 2010, and I, I was in within uh, maybe a year and a half, I was good, I was good hmm. at sparring and all. So people used to come at that time, you know. I'm talking about the old scene. I I know I mean, what you're talking about, bro. I've seen your videos of you being a heavyweight, by the way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna get to all of that. So tell me. <laughs> so that time people used to come, you know, and say, "Ki I want to go to UFC or I just want fight." Uh, yeah. The coaches used to say, "Ki are you need to train, you need to spar, 
to learn grappling and stuff. So no, I knew no, no, everything. Fighting kar diye mereko basida. And they used to pit pit them against me. Okay. <laughs> so because I was a heavier guy and I I knew how to defend and everything and. Right. So those are kind of my amateur fights, right. which are not recorded. <laughs> right, right, right. Not on the record. So it was a good experience knowing that how people come in and they have so much ego. Yeah. And uh, stuff and. obviously the best way is not to hit them or smash them it just get them on the mat and just let them roll and the bjj is the best way to you know humble the ego what i feel yeah striking but, classes still you get like um, you know see like let's say somebody new comes into striking and he's done a little bit of karate or wushu or something they've done and their mas their style is you know very point fighting style but if you've ever done real mma like this is not about point fighting exactly. um you know it's i'm going to touch you i'm going to take you down i'm going to finish you that's you know the mission of this whole thing and those guys you you touch them up and obviously in sparring you're not going hard they think they're still okay but in jiu jitsu like there's never going to be a chance that a guy just comes in from some other thing and thinks yeah yeah i'm i'm okay with this like you either have to be super athletic or a wrestler to come into any jiu jitsu class and be like okay i did i think i did okay in that class but yeah, striking I, leaves you with that false sense of um, no i was i didn't do that bad no ready i wasn't trying to hit you no i'm not, i'm not against anyone even if they do karate also yeah, yeah of course then to understand the effectiveness of that martial arts you know it's so I, useful man like if you know how to use it like the top guys um gsp wonderboy thompson Leodo Machida. The list is quite endless. A lot of guys, they their base is karate, but then it's adapted to other things also. It can't just be I'm a karate point fighter. Like that's my striking style. No man, you're gonna need some Muay Thai. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> I just, I just tell the guys, you know, choose uh, wisely before you start anything. There, there are people who keep asking me, sir, Taekwondo is good, you know. Yeah, it's good for if you want to work your kicks. Like if you want to learn different variety of kicks. but as if you just go with okay i've got taekwondo and that's it you're going to get fucking beaten up i just give them a scenario that if you're walking on a street and you there's a drunk guy who's hungry and he needs money very badly like there is only one chance of him getting out of situation that kill you and get your money will your martial arts will help you because he's fighting for his life will you fight for your life with him with the taekwondo yeah. skill or whatever karate you have Hmm. they don't have answer but i say bjj will save you yeah basically if you and if you do like even just do the gracie combatives self defense work in the in the space of jiu jitsu that alone will can end up saving your life if you understand what the principles are let's let's talk about uh, you said you started uh, doing mma in 2010 what prompted you to get started and what was your introductory martial art so my introductory was well, judo i started as a as a judo ka mm-hmm. uh, i should train at challenges judo academy mm-hmm. it's in mumbai uh, under sensei ashok uh, rajak okay nice and uh, uh, jitendra khare my first enemy mentioned him uh, yeah, your judo coach in under him too yeah 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 at a different facility at a different time Oh, okay 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 yeah he used to train in the morning and i used to train in the evening right so because he didn't have a heavyweight partner so my coach told me to partner with him and come in the morning and that's right. how i 
I met him. Right. And then later on, I, I, I he told me that he's gonna open his MMA gym. Uh, Team Relentless. And it was very closer to my house, so right. I went for a demo and I saw them doing kicks and you know wrestle and everything. So my goal was just to lose weight. Mm-hmm. So he told me, "You come, you train." And that's how I started loving it. I, I started training every day. Mm. And eventually, they asked me if you want to compete. If you think you think I am ready, they said, "Yeah." Mm. And that that's how it started. You know? Right. And um, what about wrestling and judo? Um, you've done both of them. Like you're proficient. Like no, 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 no. I didn't do wrestling as a professionally. I I learned wrestling. Whatever wrestling I learned, it's in the MMA class. Okay. I haven't okay, learned okay. wrestling specifically outside, okay. but judo, yes, I did. I I, I competed uh, state and national level too. Oh, nice. I wasn't the best player, but I was an average guy because I wasn't fit enough. You know, I was a heavyweight. Right, right. So I had my limitations, obviously, in right. the techniques. Right. And obviously, cardio and endurance. But later on, I used those experience in my mature fights, and slowly, slowly, I've developed my game. And it was uh-huh. easy, you know. If you want to learn wrestling, you should do judo. You know, some some amount of judo you need to because that teaches you how to base, you know, lower your COG, moving, uh, using the kuzushi. They call it kuzushi. That is yeah, off balance. Off balancing. Off balancing. No, man, we, I I couldn't agree with you more. I've recently we've started um, a judo class here at Warriors Cove, and we're about five six weeks in. And week one, my fingers were broken. Like I couldn't get a single throw to work. And now six weeks in, bro, it's so much fun. Like grab a guy, poof, he's gone in the air. Like it's uh, genuinely Absolutely. one of the more fun things in terms of uh, you know just just learning the technical side of it and being complete beginner at it is a lot of fun. Also, like you don't know how it works, you don't get it, but it's that same. uh fun you would get in a jiu jitsu class when you first learned how to sweep somebody or you know get them from mount to upa them off you is that same sort of joy that oh i can do this um so i definitely recommend other people also definitely come for judo class and find a good judo instructor judo yeah yeah now um you mentioned when you started judo you were a heavyweight man how the hell have you gone from being a heavyweight to being champion at bantam and featherweight so heavyweight is plus 205 pounds uh, which is nearly 100 kilos right and um, 135 yeah. 145 would be a bantam and featherweights which is close to about 60 kilos 62 something like that 64 61 kg and 65 kg yes yeah so how did you lose half your body weight <laughs> no obviously without my coach i wouldn't have achieve what i have achieved right uh, because of my the first coach jitendra kare he because he was a, a mma coach but he was a nutritional expert also and uh, he guided me in the strength training department also so he used to guide me that what what i should do and what i should eat and then the first two years he guided me completely mm-hmm. uh, like like a younger brother mm-hmm. and uh, i was disciplined enough obviously so it just happened you know consistency so is the key amazing, man. what like i feel the transformation um i mean you like your face is very similar but I, mean, like, i i see my pictures and i recognize it is me 
Yeah, it's I I couldn't believe yeah. it. You're like I was just going through Instagram and it was like, uh, here's one of my first fights at heavyweight. And I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> this guy's lying. There's no way that's him. And then I saw the face in the video. I was like, oh shit, that is him, one hundred percent. Um, that that's that's remarkable, man. And like you put on a lot of muscle, you're in shape. Like, um, I know a lot of fat guys who have just never managed to do that. So. what is that secret because you're in the best shape of your life i'm assuming yeah right now i'm getting into my shape but when i i lost the weight that time i was i think i believe because i was young too i'm still young yeah but uh, like when i was 24 25 and i i was fit i was shredded you know i was fast so it feels good you know now there there are so many students who are heavyweights or they are out of shape and they ask me sir you think i can fight or i can be a mma fighter i said sir if i can do it anybody can do it you know that's a real and like i show them my picture right? see this this was exactly me. that's a real bonus to have that you know here's the proof guys it's not just uh, there's one thing is telling somebody and the other is literally doing it and showing them and uh, you know that that's quite quite commendable man my hat is off to you um speaking of training has your camp officially begun for leverage fight night do you love fine craftsmanship beautiful designs and stunning leather products well look no further tiger maroon is an ode to contemporary global design fused perfectly with the finesse of expert artisanship tiger maroon is a made in india global brand with products that are handcrafted to glorious perfection They've got laptop bags, backpacks, belts, tote bags, clutches, wallets, card holders, passport holders, laptop sleeves, notebooks, keychains, mobile covers, and everything in between, for both men and women. In fact, I'm using one of their wallets right now. So use the promo code Lev Twenty and get twenty percent off your order. That's L E V Twenty. That's www. Tiger M A R R O N. dot com. Yeah, you can say that in in some sense. Yes, we already started training. I I, I got my diet uh, on point now. We are uh, still scheduling on the training, uh, but it's it's all good now. We are training hard. We we started training hard in the lockdown period also, right. but uh, we didn't have that competition mindset obviously because competitions keep you on the edge. You know, yeah. you can you cannot just slack on no. any day. No, 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 you, gotta, you can't. You gotta keep working hard every day. So. We, I, uh, Sunny is training with me, obviously, right oh, now. Nice, nice, nice. So <laughs> we're training together. Who gets the so better? I have to do a, <laughs> a podcast with Sunny also, so I'll ask him the same question. Um, who gets the better of the exchanges right now? We both. We, he's go on. He's my student. Come on, come on, man! Like, give me the. Uh, <laughs> no, when when I was a coach in Evolution, Sunny joined at the same time, and I was the one who took his admission. Right. And ask him question. Okay, have you done martial arts? Have you done anything? Have you done boxing? Have you joined? Now he's now he's a he's a professional fighter. He's a sponsored fighter from uh, Bali MMA. Bali MMA, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's good, you know. He has some skills. I I learn from him. I have some. I I teach him, you know. It's an exchange of knowledge, and it's good, man. You know, he's in a competition mindset. I'm in a competition mindset. It's, it's great. That's training. what you need, man. Right, no. Like you need guys around you who have a similar mindset and who have similar aspirations <laughs> because. um iron sharpens iron like we all know that and it's very hard to find like minded training partners like minded individuals who are willing to commit to the same hours and the same you know grind day in and day out 
um so that's that's like you sh- everyone should cherish their training partners and be like super nice to them mm-hmm. while you are mm-hmm. trying to fuck them up in the same time <laughs> no what what i feel that choosing a right academy and right coach is uh, very important in any martial arts you know that dictates uh, dictates your journey into the martial art world because there are people who get very bad experience whenever they join the academy and they somebody just goes hard on them or they break their shoulder or whatever neck and they they leave mm-hmm. you know so it is like it's like a marriage you need to find a perfect partner and then your journey is decided how yeah. is going to yeah right? yeah so i yeah, try and create the environment here that if somebody comes and they should they should feel good you know and they should stick what they're doing so you you don't try like unless it's for the guys who are competing and guys who are like yo i just want to be pushed hard i'm assuming for regular members it's more like okay you learn a technique and then we want you to enjoy yourself here like it has to be a place where you know you can let out all your frustrations and stress and all that bullshit that you carry from back there come enjoy yourself shake hands with people give them a hug punch them in the face say good job and then go go home so with that like do you ever find it hard to separate your work life and your home life like do you ever carry like a training sessions back home with you or as soon as you leave the gym it's out i uh, know i it's always with me because 99% of my friends are from martial arts okay you know <laughs> so yeah. wherever i am i just discuss the same thing what are submissions or whatever even my my younger brother is doing bjj now nice uh, even he won the national championship also uh, last year we'll so, have him on the next card there <laughs> so we keep discussing the techniques and stuff what happens in the class and he's also assistant to me now so we right. just do the training of other people you know in my when i am there on the mat i i tell them that okay you go with him now okay you don't go with him you go with him today because i don't want them to get injured i want them to uh, progress very slowly you know yeah. go match them against guys who are just slightly better so that they are always in touching distance i mean if they're going to just go against the higher belts and just get smashed constantly and can't even recover his guard like exactly them to have that that difficulty level only at that certain amount you know i don't want them to go with a person who goes really hard or maybe is it's too higher level for him i want him okay go with him and try mm-hmm. this 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 i want you to get mount only yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. small goals yeah and then i have to keep those in mind and then i go home everything is going through my mind and then I, and so I, i need to see the rolling videos of everyone and then see so do you record that stuff like every session yeah, or we, just we, specifically we 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 try to record almost every bjj class okay you can just assess you know that who's doing what and okay so how does that work like i'm just curious because we also do a little bit but it's very hard to do every session and then review every session so one of the coaches either sits out and watches guys roll and then gives them indications and points or uh, then we do obviously record video but uh, like do you have a fixed camera there in place or do you specifically ask guys to okay i want you to capture their role together and then i want to review it like is that how it works i uh, know so we have a fixed uh, camera on the tripod which angles ah. all on the mat but we have a one person who's on the break ah. so if you are on a break you take out your phone and you start recording okay nice if you are nice, ruling nice. then 
somebody else will take the phone and they see okay if i am rolling with someone they'll, they'll try and record my first so that i'll tell them no go there and record their fights kind of thing so Nice. nice I nice. want to see how much they have improved because if I'm rolling at the same mat, there's no I'm, way you can pay attention to yeah. the intricate things what the guy is doing. Like there's absolutely no, and especially like a team of guys. So okay, one is just you rolling one partner and another guy rolling with another partner. Only four of you. But if it's you know 15 people, 16 people on the mats, how are you going to keep track of anybody? And just standing outside and watching them roll is very hard, man. Fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's good, but like uh, your instinct is like, okay, boom! I'm diving in the head first. Like, uh, it's cool. <laughs> true, true. Um, how has this journey been as a coach for you? Like, uh, after starting your own academy, uh, it's been great, man. I think this is the best thing uh, happened to in my life. You know, having my own gym, having my own team, and having my own people because I, I see how much they believe in me. even i even if i lose the fights you know they are still my friends they are still my team and uh, the bond beautiful. i share with them is something different which i had when i started my mma uh, journey with evolution and so but then later on i left the gym and i was training alone you know i was training i was training in no gym for 3 to 4 years wow. can you imagine yeah being a pro fighter and uh, add that's, no that's a tough thing man that's just like like coming to that only and the mental side of it like uh, i'm sure it's quite tough you know in that isolation and even even with your team and with your gym being the figure head uh, the father figure the team captain the main guy um, i'm sure that comes with its own pressure and its own like you know weight so how do you deal with that you know i i you know it's very hard to you know express in the words what goes through our mind you know that obviously uh, creates a mental barrier for yourself you know you you start developing trust issues with people whenever you meet you don't want to be too close with someone because you know eventually this can happen or this can happen mm-hmm. but you got to just leave everything behind and enjoy the day and enjoy the life as it comes in you know if anything happens it happens you know and i'm just enjoying my life i i have my own gym i i see people and uh, they follow the values which i follow you know i told them never trash talk hmm because i never did it and i don't want you guys to do it and they don't do it and i i feel so good that they are following a, a respectful culture you know it's good to challenge someone but do not trash talk we are martial artists you know there there are maybe thousands of uh, thousands of lakhs of crores uh, martial arts fighters but there are very few martial artists in the world you know right. not everybody follows the principle of martial arts right so respect everyone fear no one and i see those i, I see the positive environment and I, i just feel good you know there is no not a single day where i don't come to the gym even i, I come to the gym on sundays also i just sit on the mat that's it i, I sit i watch videos i lie down the smile and happy that's it it's like my it's like my home yeah you know? man i i share that sentiment to um like the whole day goes by and just standing on the mats looking there's people drilling there's somebody doing a private class there's something or the other happening and it just gives me the sense of joy that you know something we've been doing for like 7 8 years you for 10 years um there's a place for it you know that you have built you built a temple you built a church you built a mosque and people are coming 
um and that's beautiful man that is like one of the most powerful things i think out of all this martial arts that we do is that the sense of community that it builds in people um despite you mentioning ke yeah trust issues hote rehte upar niche but uh, mostly i would say like 80% of it is all good vibes 90% is good vibes and you know brotherhood not uh just aggression exactly the brotherhood you know once you roll with someone you share you start sharing a bond with him you yeah. know he becomes yeah. your friend automatically and you know there's this there's this interesting thing that happens that sometimes guys come in and nobody on day one becomes your brother right it's not that mm-hmm. he just came in you slapped hand bump fist you start rolling and after that roll he's your friend it usually takes like 2 months you know 6 weeks where the guy is coming again and again and he's making mistakes and somebody from the team helps him out somebody says dekh tu you know you're grabbing it wrong you're supposed to grab like this so you're supposed to you know move your hips that way he said like, oh yeah thanks man thanks like this like this like this there's all layers of friendship start uh, developing and it's um, it's a thing of beauty mm-hmm. um i don't know man i i'm really enjoying talking to you i'm just trying to think of more really interesting questions for you um <laughs> what are some of the lessons that you have learned over your years and over your martial arts journey wow so many things yeah so many things so let's say top 3 lessons of life uh, from chaitanya uh self confidence hmm. yeah when when i was a when i was a fat kid you know i had a very i had no confidence issues. in myself you know people used to right. bully me and everybody gets bullied obviously at certain time but i was fat kid people used to hit me on my head and they used to run away and they say okay come on come on mm. like i i cannot run you know right right you know till i went to the college i never ran imagine i never ran fast good man you saved your knees hum chute yeah, i was so fat i couldn't run <laughs> so i had so that one thing the martial arts has given me is self confidence right and the one thing i learned from martial arts is discipline you know mm. if you have a discipline you have a liberty to do anything you want to do hmm. if you are disciplined if you are not disciplined in life you cannot you cannot do what you feel because there is a time crunch or whatever but if you wake up early at 6 am and you finish your work then you have time to do this thing and these and these everything you plan your vacations accordingly but if you just you just get up and you say okay okay i'll i'll go to you know singapore and i'll business and it doesn't work so you lose yeah. the liberty so the discipline Uh, having the discipline in my life which has given me you know what i want to do freedom basically freedom yeah and you don't need to ask or ask permission from anyone if you are disciplined you if you are disciplined you do whatever you want to hmm. and i want people to feel you know the people the guys come into the gym i tell them be disciplined and see what it does to your life hmm. and uh, that's the main thing you know so that's one what are the what are the key lessons for all our listeners so the one more specifically even about like mma and your journey as a pro fighter because that's not something that uh, you know people get access to or information on you know what does it mean sab kehte hain mere ko fighter banna hai but sara tumhe pata hai iska matlab kya hai so according let's say in that uh, vein no one more thing uh, which martial art has taught me is to being humble you know because i never seen uh, seen any any big fighter who's not humble mike perry 
<laughs> yeah, everyone. If there are only local fighters or maybe small level fighters who are arrogant, they are still growing. But once they grow, they become humble. And in these years of my martial arts, I have become so calm. And people tell me that you are humble and respectful, whatever. But that is because of martial art. I am not trying to be a humble or ni- trying to be a nice guy to everyone. It's just me because martial art is making me that person. Right, and that is a that is a good thing happening with me, you know. Yeah, it's part of my personal growth. Right, and that's why I try to you know attract people. Okay, try and you know try jujitsu. You know, आपको अच्छा लगेगा. Don't be scared. And right. and I tell everybody, you'll join this now, and you'll tell me कि shit sir, ये मैंने पहले क्यों नहीं किया. Yeah. And there are people who have said that, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. So. No, I, if I can, I I can just list the things which have impacted in my life because of martial arts. It's never ending, you know. In every department, with uh, my attachment towards my family and everything, because this martial art has given me so much satisfaction, uh, mental satisfaction, obviously mental focus. I'm I'm stronger physically. I'm sharper mentally. So I right. I, I go home. I share a good bond with my mom. I'm not stressed with my work, you know. Yeah. People, yeah, yeah. People get divorced. People fight with their parents because of the stress of the work. Yeah. And we are that, so lucky that we are that we are living mis- the dream. Misery of being in just the same, you know, the grind is there. The grind isn't anything. Like very few people will live a life where they don't have to work for it. Like you may be privileged and you can do without it. but even those guys they get bored senseless and then go into rehab and all this bullshit happens with you know the people have too much um so that that's really like uh, very interesting you say that that the grind makes you have better relationships or the fun that you have at your work makes you have better relationships with everybody around you exactly you know that's really interesting um what is the biggest mistake you see some of the younger guys make um in today's Uh, MMA exposed world like back in 2010 uh, when you started doing MMA you would have seen the Diaz brothers and all these you know like all the old school guys but 5 years later we got Mr Irish come through and you know fucking kill Jose Aldo in one punch um so from the back of Conor McGregor's take off in the you know MMA world what do you see like the mistakes the younger guys are making nowadays you know whenever somebody comes to inquire in my gym you know i ask them ki you aapko mma ke bare mein pata hai you know anything about mma so they say yes so la which fighter do you like if they say conor mcgregor yeah so no no I, i'll say okay so then i tell them that there are two type of mma fans one is mma fan and one is conor fan so he's a conor fan that means he actually doesn't know what is mma he just saw some highlights of conor mcgregor and oh shit and trash talking and everything and he thinks that is the life once you become a mma fighter that you can just go out and you know shout anybody and whatever and then and there are people who have followed mma or the martial arts and other martial arts and they they feel there's okay there's some guys in india also who do that right who yeah, talk yeah. a lot there of trash more conor fans than mma fans in india yeah <laughs> we know who they are i'm not against conor obviously he's a no no conor is great fighter great bro like let's not get it twisted like he is uh, <laughs> super at what he does but there's one Conor McGregor not you yeah yeah not true. him not <laughs> i you so, know what i mean 
so when i when i started mma you know i i didn't have any goal I, i'll honestly tell you that i never had any goal of be, being a world champion or becoming a bjj blue purple whatever nothing i just wanted yeah. to lose weight you know and when i started fighting and i sparring and they punched me i punched back and i felt oh shit i can, I can fight back you know i, can do I have that, that that thing in me yeah which i was hiding inside yeah. me yeah the real character comes out when you are pushed in the deep waters right as my right. coach used to say yeah and uh, whenever they told me uh, you fight karega sir you think i can i can win this fight they say okay so i just you to take take their words he said i can i can win so i can win hmm. that's it and if you have a good training camp you know your training is good you trained hard that is the motivation have that okay i can win this fight yeah. but right now today's guys they maybe they don't trust their team enough or maybe maybe they want to cross train you know in yeah. just one gym you cannot learn everything sure. come on sure if a guy coming in my gym and training obviously maybe my wrestling knowledge is good my bjj knowledge is good my boxing kickboxing everything is good but there are people who are better than me in few more departments yeah like if somebody comes to me for being like i want to do a boxing i'll be like listen i can't help you specifically with i'll give you what a fucking jab cross hook uppercut is but like man if you really want to be a boxer go to a boxing coach no i tell them okay go go train go safe okay if you ever going there okay i'll talk to the coach of that gym okay yeah. my boy is coming there you know you can yeah, just help yeah, me yeah. in few things or whatever in few gyms the students are not allowed to go outside you know and in train other gyms Hmm. so i i can you can call it ego of their coaches or maybe insecurities yeah of them so in some way the fighter loses the confidence you know in their team or coaches and i feel that they start doing their own thing yeah they lose the the way which they should follow you know this is what what i feel you know i know you're right like a lot of coaches feel like they don't want to send their guys to a fighter Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so this has happened to me also. Hmm. If you have a problem with your coaches or whatever, you lose the way. Hmm. Where you knew that this is a ladder to go up and climb, and you become a champion. And suddenly you you don't you're not in a ter- good terms. You're you're having a problem. You both having a problem, and then you suddenly say, "Okay, I'll just do whatever I want to do," and then. <laughs> No, no, I get it because it does happen, man. The people's egos clash. It is combat after all. But I feel like even there, um, you should make your voice heard. And like, if you have a specific issue, have the ability to go talk to your coach, exactly. tell them what the issue is, what your problem is, um, rather than just like, you know, letting it fester and becoming negative shit uh, in a place that is not, you know, like it's supposed to be. a joyous place like it's supposed to be a good place for everybody and nobody should be feeling like oh no main phas gaya hu yahan pe ha exactly coaches and students need to share their thoughts yeah i yeah. cannot just be kya kare tum ye karo ye karo ha theek hai theek hai itna 100 kg ho and then i go and no. after training i sit with everyone i try to give equal time to everyone right that is the promise i have given to myself ki jab bhi training hoga i'll sit with everyone i'll talk at least 2 to 5 minutes with everyone okay kaisa tha how how's your leg okay Okay, yeah. this is okay. Okay, I want to know that how they are feeling. What is their mindset right now? That's really good, man. That means you care for your students. You're not just like in it for. Ah, jo paise do, bhago yaar. You know, because I miss that. I miss that because there is no one for yeah. me to talk to because I don't have a coach right now. 
Right, and right, right. Whatever I feel, I, I try to triangle on someone, and he escapes, and I, I keep trying, and oh shit, this, 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 and get tired. Oh shit, yeah, I should have done better. And but there is no one to talk to. Right. I cannot right. share that with students, right? Yeah, and of course. What I miss, I want to give them that. Okay. Okay, kya hua? Acha, okay, no problem. Okay, next time try this, 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 this. And they feel good. I, I see the happiness on their faces, and I, that is my end. That's what they also want. Yeah, they want uh, not just approval, but also feedback. Like if somebody is doing something wrong, they don't want to just keep doing wrong shit and banging their head on a wall. They want to understand what mistakes they are making and how they can improve on what they're doing. So you know, kudos to you for actually taking the effort to do that, as opposed to you know, letting guys run. So in, in that regard, um, as an athlete uh, and as a coach, so one each. uh who do you take some serious inspiration from for your work as a athlete yes i am a big fan of uh, jj ambrose if you have heard his name jj ambrose is a yeah. former bellator fighter okay and he has been multiple champion in different promotion now he just signed with uh, one fc okay. he is a owner and owner of steel athletics in us you can just yeah i'm looking at him right now JJ Superman he's, Ambrose. He's like the he's like the role model for me. I idolize him. He's like my mentor. And he was he was down in India back in maybe 2013 2014. And I spent only seven days with him. He was there for one week. Hmm. And I got to learn so much from him that uh, being a fighter, what is our responsibility? You know. Right. Which is to go out there, you win, and you start training. This is not the life of a fighter. you have so much in line you know hmm. so that is what i learned from him and I, i still follow i still talk to him i get advice and everything nice bro that's so, really good there is no ufc obviously i love ufc fighters i follow gsp and everyone but if you just ask me one fighter i would say jj ambrose that's cool man that's some real shit like that's not just you know okay, oh i look at bruce lee he's my idol but uh, somebody you spoken to who's doing what you're doing who's probably similar age slightly older slightly younger maybe um, you know what i tell to myself i'll give anything to become a jj ambrose <laughs> nice nice i'll do whatever it takes to become a J- become like jj ambrose what i i say to myself is good is he discipline is his focus you know in life and he's mentally tough then he's traveling the world 6 years ago if he came to india then he's doing yeah, all yeah, of so, it right yeah whatever the qualities we want in our life i i see him in him and obviously right. maybe he must be idolizing someone and this keeps going on right mm-hmm. nice. so, as what like and maybe uh, as a coach as a coach uh, uh, we had a wrestling coach named nick liston nick liston uh, with us uh, training in evolution he I was a mma coach obviously i've heard of nick liston yes but uh, he was a wrestler uh, in his high school right but he has wrestled uh, uh with uh, frankie edgar he was his stream teammate Damn. that time so uh his knowledge was really good whatever i learned wrestling is from mm. him and the transition of wrestling to mma and his teaching styles his uh making the syllabus and making the structure and how to divide the training intensity in different uh things is too good breaking down the techniques and teaching and understanding the physiology of the techniques everything i learned from him and i follow the same uh, pattern in my teaching right now you nice. know and he has made me the better fighter and a better coach what i feel that's nick liston 
Nick Clifton, yeah. in grappling or in mma no grappling yes obviously okay, grappling so you grappled with him before how did that turn out it was good it was a geek competition obviously very uh, nationals yeah and it was good fight he's he's very talented i like him you know yeah. we 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 talk a lot right you know whenever he has any problems or with weight cut and all he just ask me and then we i share my experience okay try and eat this not this before the right, fight day right, and right 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 we are friends you know nice. and maybe half of the guys in those competition are my friends so <laughs> most likely just the level of uh, the athletes the level they have the poses that excites me you know i just want to go and try the challenge okay shit what is going to do you know is going to jump on my leg and it it's it's a challenge what excites me you know That's great. That's great. So you have fought Ponya. You win, do lose. know about the competition, no, guys. Yeah. And I'm not like, worried about the win or lose. Right, right. I just want to face the challenge. You go hard, I go hard, and let's see how far we go. You know. Great, great. This is a fun and. That's awesome, bro. Like I'm really happy to hear that. That's some positive thinking and positive mindsets. It's what we need right now. Um, I've got just one or two more questions for you. uh what changes or what would you like to see happen in the combat sports industry or mma in india in the next few years like if you had a free magic wand and you could do something what would you do what do you want to see wow i would like to see uh more promotions in uh, india smaller like promotions obviously like leverage Sorry? yeah like leverage obviously like leverage Uh, the leverage is the first step you know and you never know what leverage will be after 5 years even the international fighters will be competing like gordon ryan or you never know we'll have a super fight of we're going to get some um guys to come down from different places for sure like got to start somewhere and then bring in more and more talent so maybe eight guys indian eight guys from abroad something like that you know uh that will be what will really like you know pass also So sorry, you were saying grassroots. And in, obviously, MMA. I want more promotion because if you see outside, you no, know, there are cage cage warriors and then ACB and these yeah. promotions are feeders for UFC, Bellator, right, right, right. One FC. One, yeah. But we do not have a promotion in India which is feeder to the bigger promotions outside I mean, India. MFN could be considered one, um, but even like, uh, yeah, I I think only MFN. would be considered one right yeah sorry i'm sorry my, i keep getting calls for inquiry of the gym no worries, so no worry so i was saying mfn would be one of those feeder organizations you think right yes yes right now they are the the, the top promotion feeder, you can say yeah yeah, yeah yeah for for sure uh but i would like to see more promotions like those you know like x1 for example yeah x1 x1 was more of a amateur uh, promotion they had one or two pro- professional fights but right. like that the good quality of competition good refereeing and good treatment to the fighters especially yeah so what treatment we get 
here in the smaller promotions that is nothing once you go abroad i i been i been to such a big promotion like uh, wsof and uh, kundlun fight and they treat fighters so well mm-hmm. uh, it's amazing and i i want that starts here right that fighter doesn't go there and he just mesmerize oh shit what is this this is so big yeah, that's you know, part of the reason we wanted to do leverage also is exactly this that most tournaments most organizations at least in india uh you know they just treat the athletes and the fighters and all like you know as a matter of fact kin ke aao chalo apna karo get the fuck out of here yeah. um you know i think they deserve more respect uh for what you guys do or what we all do um, and that's that that's great man all right chaitanya that is our podcast episode just about an hour thank you so much brother for doing this yeah time flies when you're having fun like i, I feel like i can just keep talking and just keep talking for <laughs> we'll we'll touch base offline as well i really appreciate you doing this and we really appreciate you uh signing off on the card and being one of the first guys to be like yeah i'm in guys um best of luck with your training camp and i hope to see you soon in delhi if you need anything while you're coming here please feel free to hit us up call me call us and uh oops first of all thank you for the opportunity and uh, i feel really grateful that you guys considered me you know to compete in your tournament and i'll make sure that i put up a good performance and uh, and try and promote leverage as as much as i can you know and that's surely we'll we be in touch for, man that's all we can ask for please be in touch i will talk to you very very soon definitely definitely thank you yes